On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, we're going to be talking about how to give good fucking advice. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, share with a friend, and on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. It's Neil here. Um, I'm your host of the pod. And on this pod, we combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get. For those of you who are new, doing a pod every single day, 72 days straight. It's been a blast. Today, we are talking about how to give good fucking advice. I watched a pretty good TED Talk on this topic, and I was like, this is a no-brainer. I have to talk about this. So let's get into it. Um, have you guys like ever had someone come to you for advice or help you know when you're in those conversations with people who are constantly uh rambling telling you about their story or whatever it is that they're struggling with about a situation that they have in their life at work or something that's just not going their way and we automatically in our minds know the advice to give them before they are done talking even though we may not know the full story the full context or the people involved, or even why this happened. But it's in these moments, our inner expert of giving advice comes out. We want to say the piece of advice that we have for them right away. We pretend to, you know, fake listen, nod our heads, give the occasional "Mm mm-hmm, to really just make them feel like we're fully engaged. When in reality, We're just waiting for them to be done talking so we can give our advice and just tell them the answer or tell them what they should do. And a lot of us do this, myself included. I have a tendency to, you know, cut people off, interrupt them frequently, not let them finish a thought, constantly want to jump in and be like, hey, this is what I think and uh, what I think you should do. I struggle with giving unwanted advice as well. And I've struggled with it for a long time. However, I have gotten much, much, much better. And I'm going to share why I've gotten much better with what I'm going to be talking about later in this podcast. So let's get to the problem. The problem isn't with the advice. It is when it becomes the default. Again, the problem isn't with the advice. It is when it becomes the default. And to be clear... We all have this inner advice expert, or if you want to call it like an advice monster. And there's three very, very big problems when giving advice becomes your default. The first one is that we tend to focus on the wrong challenge. Um, Your first take on something when you give advice isn't always the best. You're just taking a stab at something. You're giving, excuse me, you're giving your best educated guess. You're just doing guesswork essentially. So whenever someone tells you something and you just give them advice immediately, as soon as they stop talking, that probably isn't the best advice because we don't even know what the root of the problem is. Number two, we think our advice is better than it is. This is a a natural thing for anyone who has this advice monster. You may be thinking, oh, no, Neil, my advice is great. You know, I've had uh, Stephanie from my physics class tell me it was great. Well, no. 
It's probably not because if you just listen to what someone says and then give them advice right advice right away, it's probably not the best advice. Trust me. And number three, you're constantly giving them a message that they can't figure it out themselves. And this one cuts both sides. When you're constantly giving advice, it can make the other person feel disempowered, incompetent, less confident to overcome whatever it is that their um, whatever it is that their challenge is. So not only are you making them feel disempowered, but you're also just doing yourself a disservice from giving advice that just isn't fucking good. And and even bigger than that, aside from those three biggest problems with giving default advice, is that there's three different types of advice monsters. And you guys listening to this, you'll probably know which one you resonate with the most. There's three different kinds. The first one is the tell it type of advice monster. It's the persona that you have to have all the answers. You're constantly telling, 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 and then asking. And if you don't have the answers, it's no good and you fail. So that's one of the advice monsters. You're constantly telling. And if you don't have the answers, then you fail. Number two is the save it type of advice monster. You want to make everyone feel safe. You want to save everyone. You want to rescue them. And you don't want them to struggle, go through hard times, or go through just basic hardships because of the struggles that they're having. And if they do have a hard time or they get hurt or they go through uncomfortable situations, then you fail because your advice didn't work. And the third one, which is the scariest one in my opinion, is the control it the control it type of advice monster. This control it one is when you only win when you're in control at all times. And if you lose control of the conversation, you fail. Now think about that for a second. In that moment, when your advice monster is in control, it is saying that you are better than the other person. You're saying that they just aren't good enough. You essentially dehumanize yourself because you don't have the ability to deeply connect anymore or be vulnerable. So you've not only failed them, but yourself too. And I think the control it one is the most dangerous one because the idea that you constantly have to have control over everything and the conversation and how you feel and how they feel, like that's so toxic. That's probably the worst way to give advice. And the reason I'm sharing this, all of this so openly, is because I've been all three. Mainly, the biggest one, in my opinion, for myself, was the tell it monster. I've always tried to have answers to everything. When someone needs advice on life, business, mindset, working harder, being more consistent, like whatever it is, I would just always try and have an answer for them. And it got to the point where I was like, hey, guess what, Neil? You don't have the answers to everything. And I learned that the hard way. I told you guys a couple of podcasts ago that your intent is not always the outcome. And I think that goes very hand in hand with these three different types of 
uh, control monsters, or excuse me, advice monsters, because you have the intention of trying to tell someone the answer or trying to save someone or trying to control the conversation to make sure it goes well. Like that intention of whatever it is that you're trying to do, the outcome of it is not going to benefit you or the other person. And that's the bottom line. So I learned this the hard way by losing friends, having arguments and shitting on myself constantly for not being able to help someone else. Because my nature is I want to help everyone. And you can't do that. So if any of these hit deep, I hear you because I struggle with it too. But there is a solution to this. It is as simple and as difficult as what I'm about to say. How long can you stay curious when you're giving advice or someone is talking to you and they come to you for help? How long can you stay curious? You might be asking yourself, well, hey, how can we stay curious? Fair question. The answer, again, even simpler. One word answer. Questions. Questions are the foundation to sparking curiosity. So when we're in this setting of giving someone advice, there are a couple questions to ask when people ask us for advice or our help. I've used this and this has helped me give become a good advice giver in my opinion um i don't even know what that means maybe i'm not but all i know is that i try to implement these three questions whenever someone comes to me and remember we must tame that monster of ours from coming out so we don't want that advice monster to come out the one that tells it tries to save it or control it instead ask the person these three things. <clears throat> the first question is, hey, Bob, what is the real issue for you here? Or what's the real challenge for you? Or where do you think the root of this issue comes for you? Or where do you think the root of this issue comes from for you? Now, if you notice what I'm doing here, the questions that I'm asking, it they end with for you. This will help them look more inward and give the answer that deeply resonates within themselves with whatever the issue is. So if someone, I'll give you a quick example, right? If someone comes to me and is like, hey, Neil, like I have all of these uh, classes that I'm taking and I'm having a really hard time setting a schedule and studying and I just don't know how I can manage this workload. Well, I can ask them like, hey, what's the real issue for you? Is it not waking up on time? Is it not setting a, a schedule properly to where you can get your work done? Is it not being able to focus? Is it not, um, do you get distracted too easily? Like, what's the real issue for you? And they give me the answer. And here's the second thing. This is the second question that I would ask is, tell me more. Is there anything else? What else is there? So of those three questions, that's the second one. Is there anything else? Tell me more and what else is there? And the reason these short questions are really effective is because people rarely say everything all at once. There's always a deeper issue or struggle past that initial barrier or that initial thought process that they had from the um, answer that they give to that first question. 
So there's always more. So now I ask him like, Hey, tell me more. Like what, um, is there anything else? Like what else is there? Is it just that you can't focus or is it that you have your notifications always turned on and your phone right next to you when you're trying to study for a test and ignore that. That is our home phone line ringing, <laughs> but that is really effective. And the third and final one, it's a little bit funny, but the question is, what's the real challenge for you here? Or so what's the real challenge for you here? I know you're probably like, Neil, what the heck? That's the same one as the first question, but hear me out. What you'll realize is when you ask those, tell me more, what else, or what else is there questions, the answer from the first question to that, when they give the answer to the last question of what else is there, or tell me more, it's always different. So the person who asked for advice in the first place kind of answers their own problems. So, and it, and it's from literally just asking the basic question of what else is there? Tell me more. Now, if it doesn't, here's even a more powerful third and final question to ask. Again, another very important one. Hey, man, what do you want? What do you want? This is super important. Gaining clarity on what someone wants is the first step in taking action. So knowing what you want gives someone confidence or just a feeling of competence in themselves and their capabilities. So I'll go back to my initial example. Let's say if it was, um, my, let's say my friend came to me and he needed advice on something and he said, hey, I don't know how to do um, I can't focus. I don't know how to manage my time. And I'm just going through all this stuff with school and I just can't handle the load. So I tell him, hey, what's the real issue for you here? And he says, I can't focus. Okay. What else is there? Well, I can't focus and I constantly always, you know, check my phone and I get distracted really easily. So I'm not able to study effectively. Okay. Tell me a little bit more. Well, you know, I had an exam on uh, Friday and on Wednesday and Thursday. I didn't get that much studying done. I tried to for two hours, but I kept checking my phone and I probably only got like one hour of effective studying done. Okay. So what do you want? Like, what is your ideal situation? What do you want? Well, I want to be able to study. I want to be able to sit down and not get distracted. So I just want to make sure that whatever it is that I'm doing, I can do well. So let's just say this person's name is Bob. So Bob, what's the real problem here? What's the real challenge? It's that I can't put my phone away and I can't just throw it in another room and sit down and just work. Cool. So why don't you just go and do that? The next time you try and work, if you want to be more focused and if you want to be less distracted, take your phone, throw it in another room. So instead of sitting for three hours and getting only one hour of work done, maybe you'll sit for three hours and get two and a half hours of work done. 
And with that, you'll be able to do well on your exam next time. That was probably a really trash example, but that's just the example that I thought of at the top of my head. So that is the real challenge on how to give good fucking advice. Not by telling them all the answers, rescuing them or saving them, but by guiding people down a path that will help them find the answer. And it's asking questions that will help, again, them find the answer. Not by trying to be a control freak, but to let others have a little bit more control. Have, have them Give them a little bit more control on finding the answers for themselves. So be a little bit vulnerable in order to deeply connect on the help someone really wants. This is something that we use regularly in sales is asking questions that helps the customer guide them to a destination. So I want to be able to ask questions that makes the customer feel silly for saying no to our product or service. Because if my, if I ask the right questions, the customer is just going to be like, oh yeah, this is a no-brainer. And it's the same thing with giving advice. Ask questions, stay curious, and guide them to the root of the the root of the problem or the situation and they will find an answer. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you guys found this insightful. And if you guys enjoyed uh, today's episodes, make sure to follow us on uh, Spotify, wherever you guys listen, share it with a friend and on all socials, by the way, too, at the Career Packs podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And like I always say, take care, tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they deserve it. Thank you guys so much and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.